0: about. Um, Look with me this morning, if you will, to Psalms chapter number 11. Stand with me when you find your place. We'll look at Psalms chapter number 11. I've studied the scripture this whole week and I've been back and forth between a couple passages, but I was reading over this just a moment ago and some verses really stuck out to me and I'm trying to Be mindful and obedient to the Lord and that's what I believe the Lord would have me to preach this morning. Beginning at verse number one, the Bible says, "In the Lord put I my trust, how say ye to my soul, flee as a bird to your mountain. For lo, the wicked bend their bow, they make ready their arrow upon the string that they may privately shoot at the upright in heart. If the foundations be destroyed, what can the righteous do? Let us pray. Lord, we love you. We thank you. We praise you for all that you do for us, Lord. We thank you for your sweet and precious Holy Spirit. We thank you for giving us the assurance that we're even in the right place this morning. Lord, we know that we're nothing aside from you, Lord, and we just pray that you would bless us. Pray, God, that you would help us and fill us with your Spirit. Lord, we love you for who you are. We love you for your son Jesus, and we thank you for sending him to be the propitiation of our sins, Lord, upon that cross in Calvary. We love you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for standing. Preached a message Wednesday night, and it really had been on my heart, and, and I, I wondered if I would even share again this morning from Ecclesiastes chapter two. But I was continuing my study in the book of Psalms as we continue the thought of Praise Him, our series in the book of Psalms that we've looked at. And we've seen in these Psalms stories and examples of uh, difficulties and hardships in the life of David specifically. And here we find him, many believe maybe in the clutches of Saul and his uh, devices against David. And so you find... The common theme for any Christian, any believer in the Lord, you find a common theme of uh, difficulty and hardship to be so true. Would you not say that's even true in our lives today? Uh, That life is already hard enough to live. Uh, When you identify with Christ and you live as a Christian, uh, it gets even more difficult to live because uh, you're under the thumb of Uh, the oppression of this world. You're um, an outcast in society. If you live right, you're an outcast in society because you live opposite to the way that the world would have you live and you live opposite to the way that uh, the devil would want you to live. And so that's David. He's in a position of hardship and difficulty here in the clutches of Saul, the one that uh, uh, was put up in that position by man and and David being the one that God would be to esta- God would use and establish as king in Israel. And so it's a difficult thing when God moves somebody out of the way and God exalts one and God builds one up and God puts someone in the right place, there's always opposition. There's always hardship, there's always difficulty. And so David is facing that with Saul and the words here first you see is the words of the Observers around him, those that are watching him, those that are perceiving what's going on in his life, they Say, he says in verse 1, he says, And the Lord put I my trust. He says, How say ye to my soul? Flee as a bird to your mountain. All these people are observing what's going on in David's life, and they're seeing all this hardship. They're seeing all this difficulty. They're seeing the hatred against him. They're seeing the, uh, those that are plotting against him. And what they're calling and telling him to do is, even as we see in the life of Job, as Brother Ed had started this morning, you see in the life of Job, you see someone who's under the oppression, under the thumb, and, under the difficulties of this world and you see those that will come, come about and they're telling David, they're saying run away, get away, uh, give up, uh, go hide, get away from the hardship in, in this life and while there's certainly times that we're called to flee and there's times where we have to get away from things and there's times where uh, if we don't run away, we don't get away, uh, then we'll be surely uh, killed but there are times in our lives where we must look in the eye, the hatred and the evil and the wickedness of the devil and that's where I think we find ourselves even today in this world that we're in is that there's so much difficulty there's so much hardship there's so many things we can't explain there's so much going on that we look at and we realize like David there's people telling us just give up just go hide just run away just find you a safe spot uh, find you some uh, haven to get into and get away from things and what we do is we want run, run away from the devil uh, we run away from the opposition we run away from telling the truth we run away from standing for God and we go hide Somewhere and we're useless for the Lord and we sit on that spot and we wait in that spot and we waste away our lives in that spot hiding away from looking in the eyes the evil that besets us the evil that stands against us that's what the devil wants he wants to scare us off he wants to run us away then you find that here in the life of David the observers are around him they're saying go hide run flee into the mountains run away run away he says to the Lord, put out my trust. How are you telling me? Is what he's saying, and paraphrasing here. How if, if I put my trust in the Lord, how are you standing there saying, run away, go flee, go hide? I trust the Lord. Look at the ways of the wicked here. Verse number two. For lo, the wicked bend their bow. They make ready their string upon the, they make ready their arrow upon the string that they may privately shoot at the upright in heart. If the foundations be destroyed, what can the righteous do? And so David, he says, I I see the enemy in front of me. I see those that are attacking me, but I trust God. How am I going to run away from this? How do you run away from this opposition? How would I feel right knowing that that I have the answer to truth, that I have the God standing beside me, that all those those may take aim at me, those that may yell at me, those that may scoff me, those that may try to kill me. They come and they try to attack me if I know that I serve the God that created me, the God that created this earth, the God that delivered me out of the, the, the paw of the bear and the mouth of the lion, the God that helped me overcome Goliath, the God that gave me strength and gave me power in my times of need, the God that will help me in the the future, the things I don't even see. When I have that God on my side, how do I run away? This world today, the people around you, maybe some people around maybe it's just time we do a little bit of weeding. Maybe it's time you do, we do a little bit of weeding. Because I think some of you, and in, in my own life, uh, I find this to be true, maybe we got some people around us that are influencing influencing us so look at the way the world is look at what's going on look at the hardship that's going on in your life look at the things that are happening why don't you just come over here and hide over here why don't you just go over there and hide over there why don't you just run up the mountain and find you a quiet place to get away from all the things of this world isn't that such a mindset that we live in today the get away mindset I got to get away from this and I got to get away from that I got to get away from things and if you go try to hide from something that doesn't mean that the problem and the the opposition is gone it'll be there when you go back if we would stand up and if we would face the things of the devil in the and look it in the eye and say I know the God that created me I trust in the Lord that has blessed me I trust in God who has built me up I trust in God who has provided to this point point." and I'm gonna look the devil in the eye and I'm gonna say no matter what you do no matter what may happen to me no matter no matter what may come to me in my life I'm gonna trust God that created me and the people around you right now That are telling you well, you just come and you just try this little bit of alcohol over here and that'll get you through That's how you can get through your day Or you just come over here and you try these drugs and it'll get you through this day Or you come over here and and you uh, get into this pornography and that'll get you through this day Or You come over here and you waste your whole day on Facebook and that'll get you through this day Or you spend your whole day watching soap opera on TV if anybody still watches general hospital Just watch general hospital all day. That'll get you through your day all these distractions of this world the devil uses those things For us to go and run up and flee into the mountains and hide He uses these things to get our minds and our eyes fixed on something of this world And the devil does even more with that than he does facing uh, When he's standing right in front of you, barking at you, screaming at you, yelling at you What he does is he makes you a Christian that can do nothing for God Because you're hiding away in the things of the world Alcohol, pornography, whatever, sex, drugs, rock and roll, whatever it is in your life It's just a distraction. And somebody maybe in your life is influencing you. And the best thing you can do is you can look at that person. We need to do some weeding. Look at that person and you can say, I trust in my Lord. And if you're not going to stand with me in this, maybe it's time you stop influencing me in this way. And if you can't stop influencing me in this way, maybe it's time we part ways. If you can't build me up, if you can't strengthen me, And you can't uh, uh, feel what I'm feeling. And if you can't trust like I'm trusting, just watch. I'm going to face this dead on, eye to eye. I'm going to stand against this wile of the devil. But I'm I'm not going to listen to you anymore. There's a lot of people influencing a lot of people, maybe even in this building this morning, to pour into the things of this world, to hide into things of this world, to find shelter in things of this world. And they're doing you no good. It's time to do a little bit of weeding. You say we're supposed to be friends with everybody. Well, it's one thing to be friends with somebody, but it's another thing to lie with a dog. You're lying with the dogs, you're gonna get fleas. That's just the truth this morning. I figured it'd be quiet. Either way, either message I had. Sam said, You go preach what you preach Wednesday night? I said, I don't think so. It's out of the other barrel. But it's out of the other barrel. Circumstances of the wicked, these wicked, they bend their bow. They make ready their arrow upon the string that may probably shoot up the upright and heart. These observers around David, they're saying, run away, get away, get away, get away. He's got people around him telling him to get away. He's got people on the other side shooting at him and trying to attack him. What does he he say here? David says in verse 3, and this is what stuck my heart so uh, greatly, and the Lord has dealt with me so much in this week. It says, if the foundations be destroyed, what can the righteous do? This is the, the scoffing of the enemies. If the foundations be destroyed... What can the righteous do? You know, Christian, it's hard. Uh, Maybe you do weed out the people around you that shouldn't be around you. Maybe you do weed out those negative influences in your life. Maybe you weed out the things that you realize the devil is using against you. But the reality is, is that uh, it's also true that there's people on the other side that you don't know. There's The devil is using and the devil is uh, setting traps and the devil is throwing darts and doing things to attack us that we don't even see. Places we don't know, people we don't know, areas we don't see. There's stuff going on in Washington uh, that, that, that are darts against me and you that, that, hey, I don't know any of them people. Somebody said, you watched the, the presidential debate. I'm telling you, I'm so sick of Republicans. I'm so sick of Democrats. I'm sick of the independents. I'm sick of the Green Party. I'm sick of... Of all the blue party uh, white party orange party topia party whatever color it is I don't care about them I'm done with them all and the reality is I'm tired of hearing people that lie argue with people that lie and stand up and say you ought to vote for me and sell something to me Republican and Democrat both trying to make me think that they care about me the reality is, is I'm sick of the things of this world I'm sick of the ways of this world the foundations of this world are destroyed the foundations of our nation are crumbling the foundations of our society are falling apart. The foundation is of all the thing man has built up. The utopia that people think they have in Europe, it's falling apart. There's people in Italy that they, they want to sell rat meat. Uh, there's people here in the United States of America that believe that if we get the next person uh, in office, then we're going to just we're gonna get better. There's people here that they say, well, if we just get this passed, we're going to get better. There's people over in Asia, they say, if we've got a fascist government, uh, we'll just do better. If we've got a communist government, we're going to do better. There's people in this world, and I guarantee you that these foundations of the world are falling they've been destroyed they're decaying this nation may never go back to the way it once was but what David realized and he knew is although there's people coming against him and they're standing up against him and they're hollering at him they're yelling at him they're slinging their arrows at him he knows that it's God in heaven that has control it's God in heaven that has power he doesn't have his faith in some party he doesn't have his faith in some group he doesn't have his faith in some plan he doesn't have his faith in some man he's got his faith in God in heaven and it's not because because anything David could do. It's not because of anything that anybody around him could do. He could round up all the mighty men. He could find the, the, the biggest, baddest dudes in the in the world at the time. But he, he couldn't do anything without the power and the help of God. And he says, and he realizes, he says, it's God, my God, that's got me where I am. I'm not going to run away. I'm not going to flee. The foundations may have fallen. What are the righteous going to do? They're going to trust in God. Son. Whew. I'm good now. I feel good. <laughs> Circumstances of the wicked, look at the conditions of our world. In the if the foundations be destroyed, what can the righteous do? If they can attack us, if the the devil can can do all these things against us, if the devil can corrupt us, the, the devil can hurt us. What he can what, what does he do? He decays righteousness. Now what we see here in a few verses and we'll go to these verses in just a moment. But verse 7, I don't want to get, well, we're going all the way to the end of the chapter, but just look at what verse 7 says. For the righteous Lord loveth righteousness, if countenance doth behold the upright. The Lord loves righteousness. What does the devil do? If the devil can make us flee and run away from, from, from him and, and not face problems and not stand for truth and get away from things, and, 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 and if, we, if the devil can scare us and if the devil can put us in a corner, if the devil can make us feel small, what he can do is he can decay righteousness in a society. And as, as righteousness begins to be corrupted, what ends up happening is that as righteousness is corrupted, the foundations begin to crumble. Going back to verse three, if the foundations be destroyed, what can the righteous do? The devil knows. If he can attack righteousness, it's not the political aspect. It's not the social aspect. It's not the financial aspect. It's nothing of that matter. The devil's, the devil's got control of all that regardless of what's going on. It's the spiritual aspect of people. That if the devil can corrupt the spiritual and the aspect and the righteousness of people, he can control a society. He can run a society and that's what he's doing today. First off, we look. There's people around you. Maybe you need to weed out. You need to realize and stand up and say, hey, I'm not fleeing and I'm not running away. The circumstances of the wicked we saw in verse 2, how the wicked attack us, how the wicked hate us, how the wicked want to destroy us, how people that we don't even know somewhere else, they want to do things and they want to change things and they want to establish things uh, that, that will affect us, that will destroy us. But I would say that we that the people that would say and the people that would tell us that the foundations have been destroyed, they have truly been destroyed. Not only just the foundations of our nation, not even the decay of, of belief in, in, a, in a constitution, the decay of belief in a Declaration of Independence, the de- decay in a belief in a system of, of, of moral laws and moral beliefs based off of uh, what did go back to a biblical belief and biblical convictions. But if the devil can decay these things, he can control a generation. And he is in control right now, folks. He is dry, running rampant in a generation right this moment. Let me read you some statistics that I found. Now, if you're going to get mad at me about these things, get, at me, get mad at me third there's bound to be somebody that is going to be, be mad by the time i get done and that's okay but first please be mad at the the word of god because i guarantee you when you get angry with him and you look at this word you'll find that what i'm saying is not just my opinion it's what you'll find in the word of god the second thing be mad at statistics get mad at google you can take it up with google the reality is is that Biblically supported you find the decaying of our nation our society our people our churches You can find the decay supported here in the Bible But without them even know it all the people that put all the statistics on the internet You can find the decay of our society the decay of our nation and the decay of our churches on the internet Then you can get mad at me But I believe if you get serious with the first part with the Lord You won't go much farther than that because I believe wholeheartedly He sees the decay in our churches, in our nations, in our homes, across our world. First thing, same-sex marriage has been elected and affirmed and even adopted in the church. How, how, how strong are our foundations when we corrupt what it is that God established in marriage between a man and a wife? How corrupt are we? How can we stay, say we stand on a firm foundation as a nation How can we say as churches that we stay on a firm foundation if we don't believe in the sanctity of marriage between a man and a woman? Same-sex marriage has been elected, affirmed, and even adopted in the church. Next thing is abortion is called health care. Abortion is called health care. Roughly 977,000 living children were aborted in 2021 nine hundred and seventy seven thousand nine hundred and seventy seven thousand this broke my heart so bad to read these statistics that was in the united states of america alone nine hundred and seventy seven thousand living children were aborted it's called health care the highest reasons for abortions were not what most people will argue with you about the highest reasons for abortions in the united states were first done with having children The second reason was they can't afford a baby. They're not ready for a child. With rape victims and children with health and mental problems being the lowest percentage of abortions in the United States of America. Does that not just make anybody sick? You start arguing with somebody about it, we say, well, what about rape victims? What about health and mental issues? There's, There's no good reason to kill a baby. There's no good reason to kill a baby at all. But the arguments that you get, those are the lowest percentages of abortions. 88 to 89 percent, according to a CDC study of men and women, have had premarital sex. 42 to 44 percent of males and females between 15 and 19 have reported having premarital sex. The devil has used the sexualization. It's always been there. But the devil has sexualized through media, through television, through movies, through hypersexualized a generation today. It's already hard enough growing up and dealing with that temptation, but now it's hypersexualized. Now it's glorified. Now it's justified. 2 to 44 percent, that's nearly half. And that's just the people that were asked and questioned about it. In 2019, it was reported that 17 million unmarried couples were living in cohabitation. And this cannot account for all unmarried couples living together in the United States of America. What the devil has done is he's been able to corrupt the minds of people when it comes to sex when it comes to relationships when it comes to marriage and we've seen those things fall out to where we are today thank you Sam it's quiet on average nearly 20 people per minute are physically abused by an intimate partner 20 people per minute that's in the United States alone during one year, this equates to more, ten, more than 10 million women and men physically abused in the United States. 10 million. In 2020, the U.S. experienced a 28% murder rate increase from 2019. Remember everybody saying, man, I'm so happy to be home? Well, they got home and just killed each other. increase since 2019. 421,000 people were counted as homeless in the United States of America in 2022. And that's, I'm sure, nowhere even near likely what we could truly find or account for. Have nowhere to lay their head at night. 47% of young people using a legal drug by the time they get out of high school, 47%. 70,000 drug overdose deaths annually and close to a million dead from overdoses since 2000. 29.5 million people, listen to this, over the age of 12, have been diagnosed with an alcohol abuse disorder. Human trafficking is one of the most dangerous crimes affecting the children in our nation. And you really can't find much statistics out there to even give an example of how greatly it's affected our country. The reality is, is David faced an enemy And people around him are saying, go hide. Go run into the hills. Go find a mountain somewhere. Get away from all this. And then verse 2, he knew there were enemies that were ready to kill him, ready to attack him. And in verse 3, I think David realized the foundations of his day were corrupted and destroyed. I I don't give you these statistics to make myself feel good or get mad at you or yell at you. But the reality is our foundations are destroyed as a nation, as a world, as churches, as families. There's not a one of us that's not affected or lived in some one of these things I've read. That doesn't even begin to touch on all the, the sinful things or just tragic things that it, it happened to us in this life. And this question is asked, if the foundations be destroyed, what can the righteous do? Thank God for verse 4. We serve a good God. He said, the Lord is in his holy temple. The Lord's throne is in heaven. His eyes behold, his eyelids try, the children of men. And where David is standing at this point is he's got people telling him to tuck tail and run. He's got people influence him to get away from the situation. He knows that there's an enemy around the corner that seek to kill him. He knows that the society has fallen away from God. He knows that this society is wicked. He knows that the day in which he's living, the foundations are destroyed. But he realized, he went back to verse one, In the Lord put I my trust. Today I'm telling you, the only way you're going to be able to keep from tuck, tail, and run. You may be going through something like this. You may be living in something like this. You may have experienced something like this in your life the only way you're going to keep yourself from tuck and tail and running away from the devil is truly putting your trust in the Lord and realizing like verse 4 says that he is in the holy temple and regardless of what goes on in this nation regardless of how many babies that this world kills, regardless of how big this war that is looming in, in the world gets, regardless of how much land they destroy, regardless of how many people that uh, uh, marry in the, the same sex, regardless of all that happens and all the difficulties and all the things we can't understand and all the sin that goes on, God is still in control. And as bad as it can get for you, as dismayed as you can get, as discouraged as you can get about the state of our nation, as sad as it is of what goes on in this world, do not be dismayed. Put your trust in the Lord. Don't run away from Him. Don't go hide in the mountain somewhere just because there's some statistics out there that are bad. I hate what's happened to children. I hate what's happened to people. I hate what's happened to teenagers. I hate what's happened to grown people. I hate what's happened to homeless people. People. I hate what's happened to old people. I hate what's happened to everybody upon this earth, but the reality is we can't run away just because something bad has happened to somebody. We can't run away just because somebody wants to attack us. We must look this sin in the eye and say, as for me and my house, I'm going to serve the Lord, and I'm going to look to God and I'm going to know that he's in his temple, that his throne is in heaven. His eyes behold, his eyelids try. We serve a God that never closes his eye. We serve a God that never goes to sleep. We serve a God that never looks away from the matters in your life, and things may follow part Things may happen. Uh, things, Hey, your, your marriage may break up tomorrow. I couldn't even find the divorce statistics that I could read this morning because there's so much that happens. Uh, the things that I've read about the, 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 the same sex marriage and the alcohol and the, the homelessness that may happen to people inside of this church, but that does not mean God is still not in control and do not live for the things of this world. Do not live for the satisfaction of this world because the reality is you will find none in it. If you do, you will be in those mountains. You will be hiding. You will be seeking the place where it's, it's, you're able to get away. The reality is is the way out of our defender is that we can have confidence in his ways. Next in verse 5 we see he says uh, the Lord trieth the righteous but the wicked and him that loveth violence his soul hateth. Upon the wicked he shall rain snares, fire and brimstone and an horrible tempest. This shall be the portion of their cup. The reality is is that what we're going through the Bible tells us the Lord shall try the righteous. We're just going through some trials. We're just going through some tribulations. Miss Katie it just makes us who we are. It just solidifies who I am. And if who I am is based off of what I am in Josh Boyd, I want to fall apart. But if who I am is what I am in Christ and who I am is because I trust Christ. I will be standing on the solid rock and no matter what may come to me, I will stand through the storm. No matter what may happen, I will be able to get up victorious and say it is God that is control. It is God that's blessed me. There may be a day somebody pops through this door and drags me out here and they string me up in one of these trees across the road and I don't want that to happen. I'm going to tell you I'm going down fighting. I, don't, I, I just can't help it. Uh, the reality is they may string me up one day for being a Christian for preaching the gospel. The devil did everything he could to try to keep me from sharing this with you this morning but the reality is it will be by the goodness of God that I get to pass into eternity and I get to see him and I get to spend forever with him and for you in your life you may not experience that faith it's not every day I feel that way it's not every day I can stare it in the eye but the reality is we we must say in the Lord I put my trust he is in his holy hill he is watching he sees he believes he knows who cares he knows who doesn't care he knows who follows him he knows who's praise he knows who looks to him. He know who knows who reads their Bible. He know, knows who puts their trust in him. He knows that about you. Confidence in his ways. He's got chastening in his ways. He tries us. We go through some difficulties, but the wicked and him that loveth violence, his soul hateth. Upon the wicked, he shall rain snares, fire, and brimstone. The reality is of all these that commit these crimes and all the, these that do these wicked things, if they do not turn from their wicked ways and accept Christ as their Savior, they will be destroyed by God and his wrath. In verse 7, we've got confidence in his ways. We've got chastening, chastening in his ways. Brother Sam, if you would come up. Verse 7, we've got communion in his ways. For the righteous Lord loveth righteousness. His countenance doth behold the upright. If you could just say, if you would stand with me this morning. Lord, I seek communion with you. I I, I seek a relationship with you, Lord. Maybe even something I found this morning in my life that I need to deal with. This altar's open. He seeks communion with his own. But your communion will be ever so sweet if you seek righteousness. If you seek to be like him, how much more wonderful your communion will be. The hearts of people today, it's hard not to be bitter about how people act, how they act in church, how they seem to not care. Either way, unfortunately, it just shows the condition of their hearts. We just don't care anymore, do we? Our foundations have truly fallen. How corrupt so many are, even your preachers standing up here today. How wicked I am. I only stand here by the grace of God. By the end of this day, there'll be something I guarantee you I'll have to seek the forgiveness of God for. But we need to get serious about the foundations because they have truly fallen, and the reality is is they're they're gonna stay fallen. It's not going to get much better, I hate to say, but the reality is, is that when you're built upon the Lord and his righteousness, his power, his purity, he can take these, the bondage of sin from you. And the thing is, is he'll get rid of it, never be brought up again, forgotten. You know why? It's washed away by the blood of his son, Jesus Christ. You say, Well, I I just can't get past. You say I'm living in sin. You say I'm I do one of these things, or I've been around one of these things, or I've been tempted with one of these things. I love you. I love you. The reality is we must turn from our wicked ways. If you want to face the wiles of the devil, you've got to be purified through the Lord to be able to have the strength. You can put your trust in him, but when the bullets start flying, it shows real quick where your heart is. David in verse one, he says he puts his trust in the Lord. In verse four, he lives his trust in the Lord. It's easy for Christians to come to church and say, oh, my trust is in the Lord, I believe in the Lord, I I have the cross, I go to this class, go to this group, whatever. But when it gets down to the brass tacks, as they say, it'll try you. What does the Bible say? We just read. The Lord trieth the righteous. Maybe you're backslidden, you've fallen away. Sam's going to play for just another moment. The altar's open. Pray something. Maybe has struck a heart this morning. As I shared not too long ago from Psalm 3, Charles Spurgeon talked of his thoughts of the word Selah in the book of Psalms. And it's a musical pause. And he says about this musical, musical pause, he says, just like harp strings get out of tune, heart strings soon get out of tune. We must pause and tighten up our heart strings. As Sam plays for just another moment, I love you in the Lord. Psalter's open.